Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined today by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. It's great to have you here with us. Thanks very much, Matt. Great to be here. So after a quiet week for, for data, looking into next week, it seems that we're back in action. So what are you going to have your eye on? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, with relatively little uh, first-tier data in the last week, um, outside of the inconclusive CPI print for April, uh, a topic that we expand further on uh, in relation to the global economy in this week's blog, uh, markets were largely driven, therefore, by sentiment and positioning. Um, indeed, the FOMC uh, raised rates 50 basis points uh, on the 4th, uh, and we have seen a transition from this point uh, of the market emphasis away from the implications of inflation on the Fed's reaction function and more towards the implications of the Fed's reaction function of or higher rates on growth. Uh, and it's this transition that's really cate- categorised uh, the sentiment in the week. This week, however, uh, we do have uh, some interesting data points, as you say, uh, and to fine tune this market sentiment uh, and uh, positioning. Now, firstly, we get the April China data suite, uh, retail sales, industrial production, uh, investment and the unemployment rate. Now, uh, the continued impact of the zero COVID policy in China has had notable impact, not only on the domestic growth outlook, uh, but it's also fueled uh, the global supply chain shortages, uh, keeping goods prices elevated and real incomes subdued. Social financing data at the end of this week was very disappointing, uh, maintaining this negative sentiment towards China. Uh, And the importance of China in the global economy and the global supply chain uh, will keep focus on the data and, of course, uh, the COVID situation high. Secondly, uh, perhaps nowhere is the inflation growth dichotomy more acute right now than in the UK. The Bank of England meeting on the 5th emphasised the difficult policy decisions ahead, uh, as its forecasts now expect inflation to be above 10% for the full year. Some members uh, feeling that the structural change Uh, in terms of trade, necessitate a higher underlying bank rate, while others on the MPC uh, place greater emphasis on the real income squeeze uh, on future demand. And we highlighted prior to the meeting that we could see a three-way split in the voting, unchanged 25 basis points or 50. Uh, In the end, it was 6-3 in favour of 25, uh, with three dissents for 50 basis points. And June is very unlikely to see a consensus. Um, You know, it's very difficult Uh, for the Bank of England against this current complicated backdrop. This week, uh, we get the inflation print for April, uh, where the energy price cap jump uh, will likely see inflation rise 2.6% on the month, uh, and that's up to 9% already uh, on the year, Uh, though on the ground uh, it feels a little bit higher. The argument from the doves on the MPC is that inflation is high and driven largely by supply-side factors uh, and therefore is self-regulating and that higher rates will be more damaging to demand than inflation. Thus, on the demand side, uh, we see the unemployment report for March this week, uh, and this will also obviously be a key part of the puzzle. And so too will the April retail sales figures expected to fall sharply in April. And lastly, the focus shifts back uh, to Japan next week. Uh, for decades now, uh, the monetary debate in Japan has been on how best to manage the threat of deflation. The Bank of Japan were the first to try quantitative easing, 
uh, the first to try zero and then negative rate policy in order to fight this particular threat. And indeed, uh, the insistence of the Bank of Japan to maintain its persistent easing despite the hawkish pivots uh, of the global central banks, ex-China that is, has been the key driver of yen weakness uh, as rate differentials have widened dramatically. So this week, Japanese CPI is expected to hit uh, the Bank of Japan's target at 2%, a feat uh, only attained a handful of times uh, since the early 80s in Japan, uh, and even then, uh, only very briefly. Now, while uh, one swallow does not a summer make, uh, outperformance of this data uh, could have significant influence uh, for Bank of Japan policy and for the JDB market, and very much so for the yen. Uh, very early stages in this regard, uh, but fascinating viewing uh, nonetheless. Thank you, Neil. A fascinating week ahead with data returning in focus. So in the meantime, we have the weekend, albeit perhaps a little quieter. Absolutely, yeah. Very uh, A lack of variety this weekend, I would say. Uh, we do have the FA Cup final. That's Liverpool versus Chelsea. That should be a fascinating affair. Uh, and the uh, penultimate Premier League games uh, with uh, battles for Europe, uh, the title and relegation all still uh, running full steam ahead. Uh, Of note, though, however, next week, uh, the opening of the Elizabeth Line. Uh, So ahead of the Jubilee celebrations in a couple of weeks' time, the Elizabeth Line or uh, Crossrail opens. Uh, It runs from east to west, from Windsor to Canary Wharf. Uh, So the next time uh, the Queen wants to pop round for a cup of tea, she can do so on the train. Wonderful. Long-awaited opening, and uh, I'm sure you'll be on your best behaviour should that happen. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much for uh, joining us again this week and we look forward to catching up with you again next week. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Mike. Information, data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon SLJ Capital, Horizon Capital or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed at professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives.